So I'd like to hear from you about how you've dealt with bullying. Has it affected someone in your family? Can you give us any advice on how you tackled it? Get in touch. Here's my number. 0800 232 1045. Let's get some pointers from Alicia Drummond from Plumpton. She's a mum and founder of the blog Teen Tips. Alicia, good morning to you. Good morning. So in this survey for Anti-Bullying Week, a majority of the children say that the bullying is happening in schools. So why is that still the case, do you think? You've got a large collection of children together and there's a large collection of different personalities and you can't like everybody. I think there's um, pressure on them to be, especially as they kind of come in towards adolescence, that, that need to fit in with the peer group, to find your identity, to find your peer group. Um, and all of that is going to lead to a certain amount of social moving around um, and, and, and the power games come in. Has it always been a part of human nature and not a particularly edifying one but is it is it part of us do you think that perhaps we have to control part of some of us yes definitely and it's not just in school isn't it because you know we know this all goes through the workplace and and it and thus perhaps it has ever been but I think as we've become more isolated as we've become more competitive um as um as the family structures have changed um perhaps we're seeing more because there's less support available are schools better at tackling it and spotting it I mean what are schools doing now that perhaps they weren't doing when you and I were at school for instance well, I think one of the things that came up in your earlier interview was about having staff um, that bullied. I think there was a lot of that that went on perhaps um, a number of years ago. Uh, nowadays, all schools have their anti-bullying policies. They have, uh, most of them will have um, some sort of reporting system so that you can actually see what's going on w with the child, for, you know, which so that sort of linked up approach to information gathering. And will these conversations be openly had in school, in kind of meetings about people's health and well-being? Will they, will they, they talk about bullying and say, well, this is what you do if you are being targeted and then let us deal with it? Certainly some of them, yes. I mean, we go into schools. If it's and some of talks. them, that's bad, isn't it? It should be all, shouldn't it? Uh, yes, absolutely. And I think we should all be talking a lot more about mental health and well-being, about the causes, because we know that bullying is right up there, top top of the list almost, in terms of what's going to affect somebody's mental health going forward. So Which, as Alex said, important. was the number one thing they get calls for on Childline. Yeah, you know, absolutely. The bullying is down at four, but it's all interwoven, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. If you're, if you're being bullied, you know, you're going to feel very stressed, distressed and um, you know many of them go on to develop de um, depression and uh, there's a lot of su suicidal ideation and perhaps even sadly some of them that end up taking their own lives because of it so it's massively important that we're talking. That difference between again when we were at school and now is uh, being on social media and gaming I mean these two worlds are not separate for young people there's not their online life and their real world life it's just their life yeah. so the two things cannot be separated right. but what does that mean in terms if you're being targeted by somebody at school they can then follow you once you shut the front door on them yeah 
it's and that's why it become it can become a 24/7 thing and that's why it's even more toxic than it ever used to be so from a parental perspective um helping them to understand you know how you block people all of the big social media sites they all have reporting systems they all have parents areas that you can go into to discover how you access those reporting systems so i think you know we need to be a little bit up there but actually just taking the devices away is not helpful I think making sure they don't have the devices upstairs overnight, um, A, it's, it's really important for their sleep. And, you know, there's a huge amount of, uh, of research showing that sleep and uh, many of the mental health problems are closely linked uh, because, well, we don't need to go in that. That's not this show, is it? But I think getting the machines and the gadgets out of their rooms overnight at least make sure that there's a respite. Because otherwise it continues again behind another closed door, but that being their bedroom yeah. door rather than the family house yeah. door. Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's a lot of evidence to show that, you know, if you've got your phone in the room overnight, you know, and you get up, you know, maybe you need to go to the bathroom or whatever, the temptation to look. And then you reinf- you know, the, you've got another opportunity for those messages to pile in. And, and give us a, a little bit more, Alicia, if you would, about uh, people who are carrying out the bullying themselves and perhaps understanding a bit more about the reasons they do that. And perhaps that's something that is understood better these days i think it is i mean the research will show you that um childhood trauma can affect how you treat other people if you've been bullied yourself you're more likely perhaps to go on it's about power and control and i think we understand that when we feel okay we act okay so if somebody is bullying somebody else underneath that um that behavior there's some form of unmet emotional need and um, and so they, they, they need our empathy as well. Let's read you a couple of messages that have come in. Richard and Crawley says, Bullying can have a devastating impact on lives. I was bullied at school in the 60s and 70s. It never occurred to me not to go to school, though. It did help build my character. It never stopped me from going to school. And I wonder if these days people run away too readily rather than facing it is Richard's view. Brian and Eastbourne says, how is it possible to get bullied on social media? Surely you just don't read the messages. Well, tell us why. Well, it's, I just don't think it's as simple as that, you know, because often when you open a message, you don't know what's in there anyway. I think, you know, that they, that need to be connected and to understand what's going on around you and in your world. And, uh, and it's all happening very, very quickly. It's all very fast social media. So, um, you know, and especially young people, they don't really have the pause button necessarily that we have. Especially if it's in the gaming world where things are moving yeah. very fast. It is competitive because it's a game, but you want to play it with people you know. Yeah. Hopefully who are your friends. But if they're not, then that can escalate quite quickly, I'd imagine. It's, it's partly that. And it's also the fact that it's not face to face. So, you know, what you and, and I'm using kind of, you know, the italics with fingers at the moment. So what, what might come across as a bit of banter if you say it to somebody's face, the minute you remove the uh, social cues like facial expressions and, and even tone of, bo- of voice, it's much, much harder to know whether this is something that is bullying or banter. And I don't want to I don't want to uh, minimize the f- impact of bullying, but I do think that some children don't understand and um, that the, where that line is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eleanor is on the phone from Guildford. Hello, Eleanor. Morning. Hi there. Good morning. <laughs> and what do you want to say? Um, so I was listening to the show, and uh, bullying is something that really like it 
sits with me not very nicely. Um, I moved to the UK when I was 10 to come to boarding school. And due to the culture difference um, and things like that, I'm from Greece, uh, due to the culture difference, um, I was uh, subject to that, um, to a little bit of bullying. I was very different uh, for quite a quiet child, and I was I was a victim to that. And it has a health over the years. Um, I felt with anxiety when I was there. It sort of impacted a lot on my anxiety and mental health now as well. Um, feeling of um, not feeling enough and I think when you're in school and things like that children they children are children kids and they don't understand the impact but I think it's to um, schools to actually teach kids at school the impact of what it can do to you when you're a bit older um, myself I just made the finals of this Great Britain actually for 2020 and one main reason for doing that is to uh, raise awareness and uh, to talk to young people at schools and have that platform to talk to young people at school, uh, young people at schools, and discuss bullying and how it has affected me and how it can affect other people. Um, with the hope that in that seminar, there's somebody who is bullying or is being bullied, and they'll speak out or either stop. <laughs> so, with you, Eleanor, so you came to the UK to boarding school from Greece. Did yeah. that make you almost uh, an obvious target because uh, yeah. you were different? <laughs> you had a, a difference. Uh, yeah, I had a difference, and I think children. When they don't understand the different, they they panic almost, and it's almost a subconscious thing to panic and go, "This is different. I don't understand it. I'm going to ridicule it." And sometimes, you know, sometimes they don't well, it's actually, it, it, wouldn't it be better if the approach was, "Well, here's somebody who's different. Let's celebrate their difference and and exactly. find the things we have exactly. in common." Exactly, and I think nowadays it's a lot more um, celebrated difference. But however, there is social media, and there is. They can't get away from it. Um, I don't envy young people now at all. You know, they don't have that getaway, which which we had, um, which was go away from school, switch off and not worry about it. They don't have that yeah. now. And it is very difficult, very difficult for them. And, I, you know, I salute anyone who is getting bullied um, or anyone who is feeling like that because it, it's hard. It's hard. I think I think exactly what you're saying that that kind of difference and for them to understand um, yeah. that difference is what makes us all it, it what makes society work. It's incredibly important. Exactly. So exactly. we spend a lot of time helping, especially young children, understand that it's our differences um, that that make us work as friends. Exactly, exactly. And I don't think I don't think it's you know I think now in schools they are teaching that, but there there is still that stigma. There is still that you know people are too afraid to reach out, and I think. You know, it, it is a problem still in the UK. I'm sure it's a problem everywhere. But, you know, I'm hoping that by raising awareness through my title mm. and through other mm. other means, uh, we can hopefully get people the help they need and try and move forward from it, hopefully. Eleanor, thank you. Uh, where are you in the Miss GB process at the moment? Um, so at the moment, I'm in the finals. So oh, good I, luck. Thank you very much. So the finals in February, and I've been going to schools, actually. I'm going to my school, actually. Funnily enough, I'm going to my school where it all started um, in November to talk about bullying. I've been to Bexley Heath School in London as well to talk about bullying and things like that. So I am starting to try and make a movement now, and hopefully I'll be at some local schools in the area as well soon. Thank you. Good luck. Stay in touch. Thank you. Thank Thanks, Eleanor. Thanks, uh, Thanks for your call this morning. Eleanor in Guildford there. And finally, Alicia, um, t tell us about your blog and where we can find you. Oh, right. So Teen Tips, teen as in teenager, teentips.co.uk. Uh, we are releasing a blog which will kind of roll out over the course of this week. So what to do if you think your child's being bullied, what to do if you think your child is the bully, how to approach school, how to how to deal with them, um, you know, bumping into the parents of the person who might be bullying your child in the, when you're picking up or pretty much uh, as much as we can possibly get in over the course of the week to help parents and children alike.
Thanks very much for today. Thank you. My pleasure. Alicia Drummond, Teen Tips. If you've been affected by anything you've heard, you can call the Samaritans free on 116123. And you can share your experience with us as well. 81333 on the text. Start your message with radio. This is BBC Sussex. Made in Sussex for Sussex. 